Welcome to Ladies Who Launch, not your average business podcast. Dropping every other Wednesday, Alyssa and Dakota are two successful and opinionated marketing entrepreneurs engaging in insightful conversations with industry thought leaders, as well as casual conversations surrounding our lives as entrepreneurs. Welcome to another episode of Ladies Who Launch. We are coming to you from Calgary today. It is friggin' raining like crazy. There's trees all over the road. I'm a little low-key concerned about another flood. How are you doing, Alyssa? Yeah, I'm kind of low-key worried about that too. Anyone who lived through 2013 and the the flood, um, the really, really massively bad floods in Calgary, then I think is having a little bit of PTSD today. Um, I was at tourism Calgary then, and we got, we were out of our office for like weeks and we were basically, um, interlopers at the Treble Alberta office for boardroom for weeks. So yeah, it's kind of giving me that like, oh my God, what's happening. Vibes, especially uh, again, right before stampede it's yeah. um, when the city's trying to get ready for a big event. Yikes. Well, let's let's hope that everything's going to be fine. I do want to say though, good on uh, Mayor Gondek for for putting some stuff into place. When I saw the state of emergency um, come into effect, I was like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me?" Um, selfishly, like I'm leaving on Thursday to go on a trip, and I live on the floodplain, so I was like, "Oh shit, this is not going to be good." But anyway, um, commend commending her for doing that, just because I think it makes people feel a little bit safer. I did walk by the river too, and it's like it's not it's not terrible. So anyway, yeah, yeah, we have a super exciting guest here for you guys today. She's one of my favorite people ever in life. I, I look up to her so much as a business owner and as as an um, a human in general and a woman. Um, we have Chai Swinton from Body by Chai here today on the cast. Chai brings over a decade of hands-on experience to the luxury lingerie industry. Um, and she has created an incredible business called Body by Chai to, that helps people find the perfect fit and product for their body. Um, so Chai, welcome to the cast. I can't be more excited that you're here. Uh, this is so awesome. Thank you so much. So excited to be here. Um, so I'm just going to kick this off by telling a little bit of a story about how we met Chai or how I met Chai. So um, about, I want to say like, what, a year and a half ago now? It's been a while. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even know. She's like, I, I see so many people now. I just don't even know. <laughs> no, but um, about a year and a half ago, I was complaining about my undergarments, as many women do. Um and many people who identify as female as well. Um, and my girlfriend was like, well, have you heard of Body by Chai? And I'm like, no. She's like, well, let me change your life. And she booked us an appointment, brought me in. Um, and I have never in my entire life felt good trying on lingerie. Even when I was like 90 pounds, I didn't feel good. I've been 90 pounds. I've been 175 pounds and everywhere in between. And never once have I felt good trying on lingerie. Within five minutes, Chai had me feeling like a friggin' Victoria's Secret model. I kid you not. I was wandering around the store in bras and lingerie, feeling a million times myself just because it fit so well. And that is because everyone, Chai carries things that actually fit our bodies, not like Victoria's Secret. (laughs) 
So Chai, tell us a little bit about you and how you got started and your past and how you got here and what you're doing. Well, I am originally from Calgary. I'm one of those few like born and bred Calgarians. I've been here my whole life. Um, And I've always loved fashion per se, big time, but I always didn't know exactly what to do within that realm. And I've done everything from just women's wear, men's wear. um, And I even worked in a hat store, which is hilarious, but that's how lingerie fell into my lap. I was working in this hat store that was closing in the Devonish building on 8th Street and 17th Ave. And this lingerie store was moving in and they just they just sort of like discovered me, quote unquote, discovered me um, and just like took me under their wing. And after my very first fit, I was absolutely hooked. Couldn't believe that one little piece of clothing could do so much work for somebody And I think the most powerful thing about it was that it was like instant and it almost felt like instant gratification that I helped someone that fast and they automatically carried themselves differently. I could see that they were confident, that they were comfortable, that they were ready to like take on the world. And I never wanted to let go of that feeling. So I stuck with that company for about eight years until they unfortunately closed. After that, another big department store that fell in my lap too. Five years later, I was in lingerie pretty much that whole time, managing a whole corner of the store. It was great while it lasted until it wasn't. Um, got laid off during COVID, as oh, yeah. it happened for like everybody. But I, I really, really felt that it was more than that. And to this day, I don't think I'll ever get closure knowing, or I'll never know why that I got laid off other than it was for COVID. But I just knew it was more than that. And I really never felt truly appreciated or understood. And I felt like that for almost 13 years now working in lingerie that it just, no one ever got me if that ever, if that even makes sense. So then after I got laid off from this second lingerie gig, I just, I was so sad. I was so broken. I was so, so discouraged. But then my husband was like, well, this is it. You have to open now. There's no way you're just going to work in another lingerie store under someone else. Of course he was right. And I just took the plunge. I made some calls and I just did it. I just like dove in head first and here I am. So you opened, you opened Body by Chai during pandemic? Yes, I started fitting from my home in April 2021 by appointment. Wow. It was wild. I had product all over my house. I have a second bedroom, which is actually like my closet. (laughs) And I just had like this huge rolling rack just filled with bras and people would come in and masked up, no problem, and just get fitted. And then it just exploded like overnight. It was so insane. I couldn't believe it. And then everyone was posting stories and it just kept trickling down and trickling down. Like Dakota came in from a person, she was referred by a person who actually came over to my house. So like an OG customer. And then I even remember who referred her and who referred her, which is so wild, but that's how small this city is too. 
Like I can actually track almost every single person if I ask them, like, who did you hear about me from? And then it just goes on and on and on and on. But uh, that was a challenge in itself, like pandemic shopping in person. Who would have thought? So when did you open your actual store on 17th Ave? August last year. Officially. So because I had signed in April, all these other spaces had fallen through. I had already bought product. I bought product in the September of 2020. It started arriving in February. I planned on being open in March. Didn't happen. So I had all this product and I'm like, there's just, there's no way I'm going to sit on all of this product, which is actually thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, And because lingerie is just the same as fashion, there's seasons. If I was receiving a spring shipment, I need to sell it within that time. Otherwise, it's no longer relevant when I was going to open in August. So I had to just start selling. That's why I opened up the appointments in my house. And good thing I did. Yeah. But it took months to finish the space because COVID, you know. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful space. Um, One thing I love about Chai's space is you really do feel like you're kind of at home. Um, it's, it's very safe. It's very beautiful. It's, it reminds me of my living room, frankly. Um, and she does an amazing job of making you feel really special because you book appointments specifically for small groups of people for a certain timeframe. Um, so Chai, tell us a little bit about like what if, um, if you like, if you're okay with it, talking a little bit about the department store and like the difference between working there and then now with your own mission and values, um, and like kind of the lies we're told um, about our bodies from the time that we develop to to the time that you know we need to replace our bra. Like, what what are some of the the myths you're trying to bust here, um, and how are some of the ways that you're making women feel amazing about themselves? Well, thankfully, the department store I was in, they actually did take fittings quite seriously. Huge training program, which I did bring in like my own level of expertise into, which is great. So they were fine. But I'd say other department stores and big box stores, the myths are about the double D. That is the whole thing. North American stores, period, just don't have anything bigger than that. Maybe a triple D, maybe. But this is the real issue. They're trying to fit all of these people into a small window of sizes. But if you look around at every single person you know, all of our bodies are different. There's just no way. Like someone with really big boobs, which is a lot of people, like they're bigger than double Ds. Pretty much everyone I size is bigger than a double D, like 85% of my customers. And also the myths of double D being the biggest are so skewed because of the mainstream media. That is the biggest problem. Like how many times have you heard that Dolly Parton's a 36 double D, right? Yeah. There's no way she's a 36 double D. You know what size she actually is? Probably. This is just a guess like 28J. Right. Because she's so tiny as a person. Tiny. Exactly. There's just, there's no education. And that's also the biggest problem too. But it really trickles down from the brands themselves, the stores, the media, but then how these brands portray themselves 
in the media. And they're trying to honestly trick us into believing that we are either an A, B, C, D, or a double D, and then we're all a 34 or 38 band size. Why do, you, why do you think that is? Is it feeding into diet culture in the industry and just kind of making us hate ourselves so that we buy more? Well, that's a part of it. I don't think that's their main intention, though. I actually think that these brands, companies just don't want to put the money into the real technology it takes to make the real sizes. Say you're in the UK, any store you walk into has every single size you can possibly think of that you need, that I carry. But for some reason, you cross the pond to North America, it's impossible. And I just don't know why there's a disconnect. There's just something about North America. Like we just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that I found shocking when I came in for my fitting, because I've been to other little boutique stores in and around Alberta, Calgary, um, that just, I don't know, they just didn't give me the level of attention that you did, which is why I have so much adoration for, for your cause. Um, but you like sized my rib cage in addition to, um, my breast tissue, right? And you went, you walked through it with me in a way that nobody else ever has. And you're like, it's not just your breast tissue. It's also your rib cage. It's also the way things sit against your clavicle bone. Um, it's, it's the way things are sitting and, and what's coming out and what's needing to be like put back in. So like, if there's something like in your back area, that's coming out of the back of the bra, like there's a way for us to fix that. Um, and, what was hilarious to me as well was Chai was like, put on a shirt and just tell me how you think they look in this shirt. And I literally felt like I had gone undergone a breast augmentation without having to had to go, go through one. It was crazy. And it was just shocking to me that uh, like beyond finding out my real size, that there was more to it than just fitting your boobs into something. So much more. What I really stress to people when they come in is that there's so much to learn. That's why this appointment is so important. There's so much to learn when it comes to your body and how to adjust every single bra to your body perfectly so it looks a certain way under your clothes and so it's comfortable. When you really think about it, we have shirts on all the time, That's why I want you to put your own shirt on. I want you to put a t-shirt on. I want you to see how it looks. I want you to see the difference. I want you to feel the difference. I want you to walk around the store, but I want to show you why. And I think the why is important. It's so much more than me just putting you in your size and letting you leave the store. Little do people know, if you don't, example, adjust the straps. You won't get the oomph that you need. You know, If you don't go down in the band size, but comfortably, you won't get any support whatsoever. And what people also don't realize too is the band does all the work, like 80% of the work. There's just so much more that people don't know, but it's really interesting how even if you've gone to another boutique, you don't know the whys behind your bra. And that's what's so weird to me because that's what I do, but that's also why... You pay your deposit, you come in, you take the time. It's just me and you. I'm not helping someone else. I'm with you 
the whole time. I'm within like reaching distance of you if you have any questions. And I'm there with you every single step of the way to show you why every single bra fits the way they do and to explain why they're all different and maybe what they could be used for. But I, what I also think women and, and or just people and, and um, those who identify as women don't understand is that you don't get fitted once and that's like for the rest of your life. You need to be fitted through all the sort of the stages of your life. Like as you get out of um, puberty and or after you have a baby or breastfeeding and as you age and they start to sag and like all the sort of stages of your life as a, as a, as a woman, you need to be refitted because the same broad that you wore at 25 doesn't work at 40. Ever. Ever. Not ever. No. <laughs> so I want to share a bit of a story with you guys that Chai doesn't even know about. And then I want to ask Chai after I tell this story, um, the many awesome ways that I know she's accommodating people who might not have normal breasts, what we deem as normal anyway. So when I was 15 years old, I started to get my boobs and I was super excited about it. And then as time went on and as I developed more and more, um, after I hit about age 17, I was at a swimming pool with my cousin and she looked at me and said, Hey, I'm not trying to be mean, but did you ever notice like one of your breasts is substantially bigger than the other? So I went to my mom and I said, Hey, like, I can't believe I've never really thought about this, but I'm developing in a very disproportionate way. And it turned out by the time I'd fully developed that I had a C cup and an A cup. So I talked to my mom again and she's like, I had the same problem as you when I was a child. Problem, quote, shouldn't be a problem. But <laughs> looking back decades, like decades ago, um, this was like a pretty big deal. She was like, you know, we can get it fixed. If you're comfortable, we could go to a plastic surgeon and see what the options are. Um, it took me a really long time to contend with this quote, issue that I had because I really did feel that it was an abnormality. I, I thought it was weird. I thought it was gross. I was very ashamed to be intimate with people, to get undressed in front of my friends, to go to the pool. I had a really rough time finding my grad dress because um, a lot of dresses didn't fit me properly. And the sad thing is, is I didn't really have anybody like Chai. And there really wasn't a resource like Chai when I was growing up there was Victoria's Secret, which frankly, they didn't really do much. Um, I literally went through uh, like the latter half of my teen years and early 20s um, with a sock stuffed in the left side of my bra to fix the problem. So I did make the decision to see a plastic surgeon and um, have surgery to even out my breasts. Um, but I really do wish that I would have had someone like Chai around to to give me other options because not everybody wants to go under the knife to get something like that quote, fixed. So Chai, what, how are you helping people that are either part of LGBTQA um, communities or have had an augmentation done or maybe have smaller breasts or have a sizing disproportion, which many women have? Um, is there options and are you offering... And I like, what are you offering for, for that community? So let's say for the LGBTQIA2 plus community, the appointment alone is like probably the biggest part. Yeah. Because you got to imagine someone, example, I had someone who was 17 who just came out and then they didn't know what to do. They didn't know where to go. But through their mom talking to a stylist, they contacted me. 
and we were able to set it up and it was really great to meet someone who was just like not afraid to really be themselves but to have a one-on-one with them was huge because they were actually able to open up to me a little bit to what they wanted and I was able to show them so many different options to what I had but then on top of that I am carrying what I'm thinking might be Calgary's first like gender affirming line of lingerie that has full tucking compression underwear. So what people need to know is that if you're coming out as a woman for the first time in however many years, don't you think the first thing you want to put on is what's going to really empower you in your day? Like you don't want to put on boxers anymore. That's a past life. You want to put on something beautiful and feminine because that will really reflect how you feel. So I think just the appointment, but then offering brands that really specialize in this is a really huge deal. Um, and I just don't know if anyone else really offers that. But it's the, for me, first and foremost, it's the safety of my space. And it's the actual statement that I have on my window in my store that says, you are safe here. And that's huge. That's why I'm recognized as being an inclusive store. It's because I actually put it out there. I don't think it's on anyone else's mission statement, but it should be. Um, So I'm very proud of that. And that's why I won that award last year for being an inclusive store. Like it's such a huge deal because so many people in whatever community who feel like they've had nowhere to shop their whole lives finally have somewhere to go. Oh my God. I'm going to get like teary here. That's amazing. (laughs) No. And I I can't, like, I might get a little teary. It's, it's been known to happen on this cast. Um, I do have to say, Chai, like, I really appreciate you. And like, you don't, you don't know how much you've changed my life too. Like I, I've had body dysmorphia issues my whole life. Um, I really hated lingerie shopping before I came to your store and I love coming to your Mm -hmm. store. Um, I also want to point out that Chai has much more than lingerie. Like she carries this amazing brand called My Perfect Pair that helps women with um, larger breasts or even smaller breasts, uh, like lift their breasts up so that they can fit into certain clothes and even bathing suits. And it just kind of perks things up a little bit. Um, and she she is very thoughtful about what she carries. Do you think that um, you might extend into swimwear or anything else anytime soon? Oh, I mean, it's it's on the list. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I get asked almost every single day. Understandably so, because you come in for a fitting. It's very powerful. And you think, well, if Chai can do this with a bra, why can't Chai do this with a swimsuit? Because yes, they are the same thing, in my opinion. It's just that you, you're seen in one and not really in the other. <laughs> right. So one day, definitely, um, I know the business pretty well. It's it is the same as lingerie, but it really is a totally different business. And not a lot of people know that. So it's going to take some working up to getting there. But I already have brands on my mind. And what people also can do in the meantime, if they really need something, is I can I can special order it, order it from some of my brands that have it. So we can do that. Like there's always a solution. I like to say that to people because... I'm able to source out things from like wherever and get them in for you. And, and if you don't try them, if you don't love them after you try them, like you're not obligated to get them. 
And that's what people need to know is that there's just no pressure. I just want to help you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the, the brands that you're talking about and what you carry in your store, how do you go about sourcing and, 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 and finding those right brands that you want to work with that, that you feel are also inclusive and safe? Like, I think, um, inclusivity also like for the LGBT community is one thing, but even for plus size women, like inclusive is pretty limited. So did that come from the brands that you worked with in your other stores or was that something you'd already sourced out? Cause I find it really interesting that you've made this your standard, but other stores just don't care. So what's interesting about that is say the boutiques like mine here in the city, we all have the same size range. A lot of us carry the same brands, not necessarily the same styles, but if you go into those stores and you only find like one beige bra and nothing else, that's a problem. (laughs) I've really made it my mission to find a lot of fun, a lot of fashion in all of these sizes because I know how important and how much people value that because they want to feel good about themselves. But these brands that I've chosen, I've been wearing a lot of them for 10 plus years. So I know them. I love them. I stand behind them. I totally believe in the brands. And over the years too, everyone's been getting a lot more size inclusive. So that really helps as well. Like typically, typically, if they only go up to like a D, I'm not carrying them. Because as I said, like, no one's a D anymore. No. <laughs> Who thinks they're D? That is. Right. You know? So there's definitely things I, I look out for because I'm such an inclusive store. And even that comes down to my sales, my sales reps, big time. If they don't treat me or their other clients in a way that I feel I would treat other people too, like I won't work with them. Like I recently had to drop a rep. Well, I was actually going to start working with this rep, but I can't anymore because of the way they treated me and like a previous appointment. And yet they represent brands that are trying to be inclusive. Wow. You know, it's really, it's hard out there. It's weird. But when it's the right fit, it's the right fit. And thankfully, I've found most of my brands are great in every single way and carry enough sizes to really be inclusive. It's interesting that you're you're discussing this from a retail point of view, but I think these values and, and this mission of being a safe space and a, a safe person and inclusive should go through all businesses, doesn't matter if you're retail or corporate or you're a nonprofit organization, those standards should apply everywhere. And it's, it's still so sad and frustrating in 2022 that that isn't the case. And especially in retail. I know, trust me, it's kind of uh, mind boggling how some people are still treated the way they are this day and age where most people are sizes 12 and up. Most people are, which is fine. Be whatever size you want. Be whatever size you are. But why can't we all just treat people like human beings 
who want to wear pretty things. Everyone deserves to wear something that fits and is pretty, no matter what size they are. I've always thought that, but now I can really like practice what I preach. One thing I have to say to you about everything in Chai's store, um, like you will feel sexy. Some of the stuff that she has is like, you can't get it anywhere else. <laughs> it's freaking amazing. Whether it's like a super long, beautiful robe with feathers on the arm, or like on like near your wrists and you want to just wander around your house in it or naughty undies and sexy brassiere or sexy, I can't believe I said brassiere, bras. She's, <laughs> she's got it all. And then she's got cozy PJs if that's not your jam. So really there's something for absolutely every, everybody in there. And it's still, I, you're still doing it by appointment, correct? Yep, I am yeah. during the week. And also what people know, need to know is it's just me. Like I'm a totally one person show in every single way. <laughs> and um, I have like browsing time on the weekend where people don't need appointments. And usually it's Saturday and Sunday from like for like a three hour window each day. Um but if people ever like really question why I'm by appointment, which some people do, I just need to explain to them it's about the experience, it's about the privacy, and it's about the attention that I know for a fact you cannot get anywhere. And that's why I did it this way. Because there's nothing worse than being in a fitting room, naked, not loving what you have on, but no one is there for you to like talk to about it or ask questions. So you're peeking out of the fitting room and you're like, where are they? Hello. Or it's people that you would want to ask questions of anyway. It's like some 20 year old, whatever, who's going to ask her about fitting and stuff. It's like, that's that's the other thing too. It's I just imagining myself being that 21 year old when I first entered into this kind of lingerie world if I opened a store back then, it wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> I'm almost 35 and it's kind of like the perfect age to be like, yes, you can trust me. I've been fitting people for this long. Like, just just let me do my thing and I promise you I'll help you feel good because that's just what I do. And it's it works. <laughs> Oh, Chai, thank you so much for coming on the cast today. We have two questions we love to ask our guests. So I'm going to kick it off with who's inspiring you lately? Oh my gosh, who's inspiring me lately? I had a feeling you were going to ask because, but I totally don't have an answer right now. You know what? No, you know who's inspiring me right now is my husband. He is also a business owner. And both of us have just been going through over the years, just ups and downs of businesses. He owns Tubby Dog, which is, you know. Love Tubby oh, Dog. That's Tubby so dog. cool. Tubby it's Dog staple. Is. Staple. Um, and ups and downs, actually, funny enough, since the flood in 2013 and all the construction and then COVID and all of these things. And he had to close his 17th Avenue location. Um, but we just found a new space, like just, just found it. Nice. And it's ours, we're reopening, but it's really inspiring to see him working through all of it um, with as much grace as he can have. Mm -hmm. He's a little more 
stressed out than like I would have been in that situation. And I'm really, I just keep him calm, but being able to like push through all of that. And then now almost reinventing himself by opening this new location. Like, it's just like, woof, you've been through it all and you're still going and he's still going to like, it's going to be really like tubby 2.0, but it's, uh, <laughs> it is inspiring because essentially he has not given up. And I think that is so cool after all of the things that his business has been through in 16 years. So oh, like, I'm just wow. a baby when it comes to business, but Tubby Dog was open for 16 years on 17th Avenue. So yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing because not a lot of like restaurants that are really local with no other real backing survive that long. So pretty cool. Yeah. I remember going to Tubby Dog when I was like, Oh my God, I'm dating myself here. But like 1920 and getting the PB and J one for a gift. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It's a stip. Yeah, Tubby Dog is a stable. Yeah, it's wicked. Um, and then Alyssa, did you have a question for Chai? Are you reading anything interesting right now? Honestly, no. I have no time to read anything. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Greatest like, answer ever. Greatest answer ever. Yes. There is Love no it. way. Do you know what I read? Spreadsheets. Bullshit. That sounds awful. Spreadsheets and, like and pay taxes. Spreadsheets. It's my own spreadsheets that I have to write for orders and whatever and reports. And um, yeah, it's just numbers and shit. And like, that's all. Like, are you kidding? I would love to like even read a fashion magazine right now. No, can't. Can't no. do it. No time. Yeah. And when you do have time, you're exhausted. When I do have time, I'm like sleeping. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So. We, we hear that. Yeah. We understand that life. Totally. Yeah. Well, I am so thankful that you exist and uh, you'll always be my, my lingerie guru. So thank you for coming on the cast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and go ch- go see um, Chai. We'll have all of her contact info in the show notes. So go check her out on Instagram and send her a DM to set up an appointment because um, as Dakota said, it's life-changing. And like, come on, people. You deserve a great bra. Yes, invest yeah. in yourself. You wear it every single day. It's like shoes or like a mattress. Exactly. 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 Yeah. We'll actually put the booking link directly in the show notes as well. It's uh, super easy to do online and yeah, you can you can get that going. So that's perfect. Well, thanks again, Chai, for coming on and we will see you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Ladies Who Launch. Join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode. 